Lindsay Pax and Roland have been in the uh, Badlands for a little bit. They've been hunting after um, a missing nomad pack known as the Riveteers, and they found them. And they also found out that the leader of the Riveteers, a woman known as Tusk, uh, actually is Kinsey's mom. Uh, he knew her as Pikejaw when he was uh, uh, a little, a little baby. Um, but about <laughs> when he was a toddler, he got dropped off at a homestead. And he never heard from her again. And and also, she was presumed dead. They found out that um, Pikejaw uh, had an attempt on her life. Um, and afterwards, she decided that it was probably best for Kinsey to stay away from her so that he wasn't in any danger. Um, and then they joined up with the, with the Riveteers in their fight against the Cloud Cutters. Uh, a nomad pack that is apparently trying to move in on their territory. Now, uh, they followed the, the Riveteers into a suicidal canyon run uh, that was meant to draw the Cloudcutters out and defeat them. However, the Riveteers did not succeed, and um, unfortunately, uh, many of them were slain in the fight, or at least their vehicles destroyed, um, including... Tusk's war wagon uh, was destroyed by the Cloud Cutter's pride and joy, the Bullwhip, driven by the the illuminated, mysterious Red Wheel. Um, Pikejaw survived the, the attack on her war wagon uh, with significant damage to her mm -hmm. own body, um, and Pax uh, managed to infiltrate the Cloud Cutter's camp uh, and pose herself as the you know, third in uh, third in the chain of command, <laughs> top dog of the grunts. Um, uh, when she jumped up and intimidated the entire pack, and now some people are acting like they've known her all along, so they can say in her good graces. Um, meanwhile, Roland and Kinsey were sent by Tusk, aka Pikejaw, to uh, deal with Ferdinand and the Cloud Cutters, um, and they came into the camp and uh, revealed to Ferdinand Koenig that Kinsey is, in fact, Ferdinand's son. It's not a grift. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, at the end of the last session, we had a couple revelations. One was that uh, Ferdinand was apparently happy to see Kinsey and brought him into his housing pod while dismissing Pax and Roland. Uh, and two was that um, Ferdinand apparently has the protection of some members of the Ophidian clan who uh, materialized out of the shadows around um, uh, our three drifters and uh, threatened them um, at the beginning of their uh, conversation with Ferdinand. Um, it is unclear whether this is these are the two... Um, scouts that are missing um they only they only ran into one of them i believe uh no there were two there were two yeah mm -hmm. uh they only spoke to one of them um and that person somebody mentioned sky to which elicited a reaction um but it is unclear for certain whether or not these uh two members of the ophidian clan are the missing tect and molu um but we pick up where we left off, with Kinsey being ushered into Ferdinand's uh, housing pod and Pax and Roland walking out into the evening camp. Um, we'll start with Kinsey. 
so Kinsey, Ferdinand has his arm around your shoulder. He brings you in and he goes, I'm, I'm speechless. And I have to tell you, that is a feat. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? Do you drink? No, uh, once a while on occasion. Sure. Excellent. And he goes over and like opens up like his the inside of his housing pod, like the outside of these of like these these kind of makeshift landing pads and these housing pods are are pretty like um uh like basic, right? It's just like, you know, metal gray, you know, they're not like frilled up. But the interior of his housing pod is pretty nice. It's got a couple throw rugs, a nice large bed with um uh like drapes that can close around it. Um uh he's got a large like table with like a map of this area of the Badlands kind of rolled out on it. Um and you also like glancing at it, you see like it's it's kind of closed in around this area, and he's like marking off areas where people were apparent possibly searching or something. There's areas of this of these um, mountainous the mountainous terrain around here that's like marked off and like you know grids that are like kind of like etched out in like hash marks. Um, and uh, he walks past all that to a little uh, a short little um, glass uh, faced uh, cabinet that he opens up, grabs a bottle. Uh, closes it, sets it down, and he pours uh, two very nice, like, scotches out and uh, slides one over to you, and he goes, to happy reunions. Yeah, And he uh, cheers with you and uh, takes a drink. And you're you're somewhat in a, a Riveteer getup, right? Uh, I know, yes, I know Roland I for sure was. No, we, we stole... Stole. Yeah. We took Riveteer <laughs> uniforms, basically, to show up Okay. I mean, I believe that they were dead, so it's not really stealing from the dead. <laughs> uh, the law is iffy, but you can steal from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he cheers with you, takes a drink, and then he eyes you up and down, and he goes, Those colors don't match you, son. <laughs> I, I had no idea at all that Pike Jaw had brought you back into the fold. I thought you were you were lost. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I'm a recent, a recent addition, as it were. She uh, left me in a homestead over in the garden for you know, a long while. I had a career of my own, and we just happened upon each other. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm happy to finally get to meet you. What, what, what is, what, what do they, what do I call you? Uh, you can call me Kinsey. Kinsey. Yeah. Kinsey McCharlie. I have to say, that's a much more dashing name than... What was it your mother used to call you? Wolfie? Oh, no. Houndsy. Houndsy. Was, uh, was my yes. original mother. Yes. I, I, you know, I only, I only got to see you once after she had you. You were <clears throat> far too young to remember me, but I, I always dreamed that perhaps we could cross paths again. I... This is... This is special for me, son, and I, and I hope, of course, you are welcome here. You are, you are so welcome. I mean, your, your uh, uh, mother, you know, rest her soul, um, uh, she may not have told you about me, and obviously when she knew me, I wasn't a part of the Cloud Cutters, but you are my flesh and blood. I'm, I, I of course, I have a place for you here, uh, higher up than the, than the rabble you saw outside, of course. I mean, you, you must be uh, quite the leader. Uh, what uh, with you being my son and all? 
Oh, well, I've, you know, I worked with a, with a company or two, you know, leading them through the, the, the barren wastes and such and, and hunting. And yeah, yes, I've, I've worked my way up to a couple of positions. Fantastic. But, you know, it, the, the Pike Jaw did say that you, you, you were there for my first year or so. Is it really? Were you really separated from me after just seeing me once? Yes, she wanted to keep me at arm's length. I can't... Your your mother was a strong and determined and stubborn individual. And I, I understand completely her reasonings. I have not always been the best of role models. Um, I used to run with a rather questionable crew. But... I've found my purpose here in the Cloud Cutters, and I, I would love to have you be a part of my vision. Yes. How, how did you How did you join up for the Cloud Cutters? You don't strike me as the no man kind. Well, you're you're very astute. I ran with an outlaw gang from here and there, but we always worked closely with Nomad Packs. There. Lifestyle was something I always admired and aspired to to uh, replicate in my own life. They have their own codes and rituals and sense of honor. And, well, uh, eventually, uh, after spending so much time with different nomad packs, I eventually found one that felt like a good fit, the Cloud Cutters, led by the illustrious Rockford. Um, yeah. And he, uh, when when I was... In between gangs, as it were, he saw fit to include me in his pack. And well, I may not be the the best behind a wheel, but I am better than most of the people in this camp, and uh, certainly a better shot. And so I made myself useful, and I moved up the ranks. And well, now you see me here, in charge of my own branch of the Nomad Pack, as it were. Uh, several people under my command. I've convinced Rockford to expand his operation. Uh, unfortunately, putting me against your dear mother, something that I never wanted. But business is business. And while looking into your face, I I feel the connection between us. But your mother and I, we parted ways a long, long ago, before you were probably even walking. Mm. So this is a uh, territorial dispute. That's why... You sent the uh, red wheel after after my mother. Yes, hmm. I. It's interesting you mention her. I should make an introduction. I suppose Red Wheel is sort of your sister. Half sister. To be more okay, specific. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, on, on your side, I, I presume. Yes, yes. Her mother was... <laughs> her mother was quite the notorious alpha. Uh, mm. She was known as Smogheart. And she... Smogheart. She was... I mean, she could never match your mother, of course. But once your mother cast me away, you know, uh, a man has needs. A man has needs. And, uh, well, I sired <laughs> Redwood. And I was fortunate enough to be a larger part in her life than than in yours. You were 
uh, closed off to me. I, I've you know, never <coughs> thought I'd see you again, and yet here you are. Fate has conspired for us to reconnect. Yes, yes, fate. Ugh. I, I must admit, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. <clears throat> the feeling is mutual, can... of course. I, I never thought I'd see you again, and yet here you are, a strapping image of your own man. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, you you did uh, murder quite a few of my well, not you specifically, but the the, the actions that have put you in this location uh, have led to the death of many of my comrades. Of course. So I'm a, a little bit conflicted, and uh, of course I understand. You know, the the road is the road, as us uh, nomads say, and and sometimes uh, you just have to take an action that that you may not be entirely comfortable with, but it, it does seem as though you were uh, the aggressor in this uh, situation. I was. Is, that, I... is that because of uh, Rockford? Yes. It is. It was his wish to expand his territory, and as his trusted advisor, I had to recommend we move against the, the River Tears. Sure, they have a, had a strong defense, but... Uh, once you smash that initial onslaught, I mean, they didn't, they just, they haven't upgraded their vehicles in some time. I mean, they're still mostly ground-oriented. I mean, sure, there's a time and a place for a good hover car or or a, a water wagon with wheels and treads, but the, the future is in fast-paced nomads. The... The uh, ones taking to the skies, t utilizing hover technology. Those mm. are the nomad packs that are going to see the future. And your your mother, of course, you know, we parted ways. Rest her soul. She's, she couldn't see the light. And, <clears throat> well, uh, we made our move, but I gave my people the most strict orders to attempt to destroy the vehicles and not the operators. And as you've no doubt seen, many of your roadkin uh, have come as in response to my message to join the cloud cutters. I mean, we are simply offering them a better way of life, better vehicles, better rates, uh, uh, larger territory, more, more of the badlands under their heel. I mean, this is, this is a great thing. The only thing standing between the Riveteer's mo uh, growth uh, matching the growth of Manifest was your dearly departed mother. And, well, uh, she couldn't see the light, and as you said, the road has its own rules. And once I was unable to convince her, Rockford gave me the order and my hands were tied. So you did speak with her? Yes, of course. Oh. On many occasions. Three, I believe it was. I'd love to see if any of this is true, Tom. Yeah, you can you can roll uh, uh, discipline and see okay. if uh, see if you can tell if your dad's lying to you. <laughs> Not going to go well. Hey, what? I just got one hit. Uh, it's a high of five. Okay. Well. I rolled three successes, two of which are lower than a five, and one of which is a 14. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so that does mean he only gets one net success over you. Right. So um, 
he is extremely convincing and you're pretty you you think that it's it's probably most of what he's telling you is true but he is laying it on a little thick so you think that he might be saying a lot of things in order to curry favor with you cool that is cool. that is what you were able to get with um, <clears throat> um, with him only having a partial success all right so he's buttering me up yes for sure. You can say pretty confidently that he is attempting to win you over. Yes. Whether or not everything else is true, it's unsure. He is very convincing. He seems very genuine, except for the fact that you know that the genuine angle is coming from a, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to have this person, uh, you know, fall in line behind me, right? Yes. To, to join me because of fatherly love. <laughs> Yes, yes, Pag Joel was a bit of a troglodyte in that way. She didn't see the value of a, of a flying vehicle and the speed at which uh, your counterparts have achieved. Uh, I, 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 can see, uh, I can see where the disagreement would have, would have begun. I'm sorry it went down the way that it... It breaks my heart. When I when I heard that she was not recovered from her war wagon, I had hoped that maybe a decisive victory over her would would force her to see the way of the world, but alas I suppose your sister is well, she she's earned her name. She sees red on the battlefield and well mm. uh, when given a target she attacks relentlessly. She is useful in that regard, but she has her shortcomings, of course. You, however, I mean, look at you. Strong, tall, handsome man as yourself. Battle-worn, he points at, like, the healing, like, wound <laughs> on your face. He goes, and able to step into the camp of your enemy. I mean, you, you are, well, you may just be my greatest achievement yet. Stop it. I'm blushing. <laughs> 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 well, uh, anything I can do to help? Um, I don't know. I'm sure the battle has left some holes in, in your operation. Uh, I'd love to to fill in and, and, and assist you in any way I can. Excellent. Absolutely. Yes, of course. For now, though, rest up. Mm. I'm. I will... Speak to the camp in the coming days. For now, though, stay within the within my tent. So this 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 housing pod is yours. I will I will go into an annex, of course. Oh uh, no, 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 that's 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 very kind. I, I, I do appreciate it, Father. Son, it is my honor to finally be able to be a part of your life. Please, rest. Stay here. Tecton Molu will keep you safe. No, no. I'm sorry. There's the the shadowy fellow. Yes. No. They are. Uh, a simple people, but uh, they have 
ironclad loyalty for your father. And hmm. once I tell them you are my kin, they will see to your safety better than anyone in the Badlands can. They are quite talented. I look, I look forward to seeing their talents, although, you know, I can take care of myself. Of course, of course. No, 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 no. No, they will, they will stay aside. You won't even know they're there. They'll watch closely to make sure that you are safe. I do appreciate that. Yes, and, and I will speak to you tomorrow, he says, like putting a hand on your shoulder fervently. He goes, I'll speak to you tomorrow, and, and we'll welcome you into the Cloud Cutters properly. Thank you. And he puts his hands on your cheeks and goes, my son, finally at last. And he gives you a hug. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, he leaves the housing pod. <laughs> uh, Kinsey's going to pour himself another scotch and uh, perhaps ruminate on the situation. Meanwhile, Pax and Roland, uh, it's the middle of the night. You've left uh, the uh, you've left Kinsey in the hands of Ferdinand. What do you do? <laughs> As you're walking away from uh, Ferdinand's pod. Uh, I mean, unless Ro Roland has an idea, my, my idea is to act like I'm still in charge. Yeah, seems good. <laughs> okay, so, so you kind of like waltz through the camp ca uh, like confidently. Um, mm -hmm. You make your way through. It's kind of lightened up a little bit at this point in the evening. You know, there's a, a few people who've passed out drunk, a few people who are, like, like lazily playing cards, um, a couple people, like, just kind of sitting there, like, not really talking. Every once in a while, be like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you do hear a little bit of a commotion from a different part of camp that you haven't been to yet, one of the, one of the nearby one of the landing pads. Uh, you hear some, like, clanging metal and, like, some raised voices. Oh, real quick. I have forgotten the name of the dude who was in Soldina, who we shot extremely badly. Um, but that did get away. Yes. I I also have forgotten exactly his name. I want to say it's Nope. That's one of the people in town. Um uh, Clyde? No, Clyde was the guy you killed. <laughs> Clyde was the guy in the bar. Um, there it is. Uh, it was the Kellers, the Dante Keller and Bridget Keller. Right. Uh, yeah. So I will. I will under my breath. Hey, if you see uh, Dante or Bridget from Sildina, I don't know what your situation is, but like, flex on them, maybe. Okay. Um, is, is the part of the camp that's making a kerfuffle, is that, um, is that, like, nearby, or would we have to, like, leave the, like... So there's basically, like, kind of three landings here, uh, on these steep slopes. There's two basic, um, uh, that are, like, half 
landing pads, half housing pods stacked on each other, and then one central one. You're currently on the central one. Um, mm. But on the end of a walkway that connects the central landing to one of the um, uh, places that has housing pods and a uh, landing pad, uh, mm-hmm. the, right where that like walkway kind of meets is where there seems to be something going on. And it's like, altogether, the camp is relatively small, so it's not like a long distance to walk. Do you want to do that or? Yeah, I mean. I feel like we sh- I should do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, your situation here seems fantastic. So I'll follow your lead. But like, I also, we should check that out. Okay. Uh, so you walk down the walkway and you see two cloud cutters uh, kind of like leaning against one of the, the railings, like shouting down like, what, you feel like talking yet? And they're, like, hitting uh, some bars with uh, with a metal pipe. They're like, come on, you don't get to sleep. And not until you share what you know. Ping, ping, ping. I lost some friends in that fight. Maybe you could have helped with that. Uh, and you see um, they are banging on a cage that has been welded to the bottom of this landing pad. And in the cage with her legs hanging out of the bottom, you see uh, Kira. Oh. Uh, Kira, what was her last name? Uh, I don't know if we got one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But Kira, the scavenger that um, left you oh, to yeah. die to some aggro pelters and then you bested and sent on her way. Um, and then she was immediately captured. And then she was immediately captured by the cloud cutters. <laughs> you see her hanging in a cage. Um, uh, a rather small, uncomfortable cage. Um, she, her arm was stripped off. She's just wearing like tattered, dirty clothes. And, uh, she looks like she hasn't slept in a while. And she's just like pulled back away from where they're banging the pipe. Kira Hobbs was her last name. Hobbs. Okay. Yeah. I'll write that down. I didn't write it down last time. I'll write it down this time. Yeah. Uh, and they're just, uh, they're harassing Kira, their prisoner. Seems like you could probably take over this interrogation if you wanted. Uh, okay. I will walk over. Mm-hmm. And, like, look intimidating, maybe, or, like, in charge. You know, like, when a supervisor <laughs> walks over and is, like, looking at what you're doing? Yeah. And you feel judged? I yeah, so they're, that. like, banging and shouting everything, like, <laughs> hey, you know, at this rate, uh, we're, we got plenty of coffee to make. <laughs> Boss? <laughs> and one of them was like, huh? The hell you call? Oh, and they, like, steps away and he goes, howdy? Uh, we didn't we didn't. We weren't disturbing you, was we? I mean, we 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 got duty tonight. We figured, you know, don't let her sleep. That's what Ferdinand said. So, I figure, you know, it's just. How can we help you? <laughs> oh, you think- and they say like before, as you before you have a chance mm-hmm. to say something. One was like, oh, and they gestured to Roland. Oh, you. Do you got you got a new prisoner? 
No. Oh, I, I just I, I figured any like gestures to like the denim and everything that Rollins. I just saw maybe uh, new recruit land. Yeah, he's mine. <laughs> really? And they like exchange a glance. Is there a problem with that? Uh, go ahead and roll intimidate. You can have a plus two because you've previously asserted your dominance over this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will. I will uh, use a motivational speaker um, okay. to use manipulate as an assist. And as they like, they're like asking questions. She's like, seems like a bad play, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have not here been here long. Seems like a bad play. <laughs> wow, what a really bad roll. Um, you get a plus two. Okay, that eliminates okay. the negative. There wasn't a negative. It was a positive. Oh, yeah. It adds to the positive. (laughs) (laughs) Doubles it, in fact. Remember that time I knocked over my camera four times? (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Okay. Uh, I I have an eight high. Which they might be. It's not a great roll. It's not a great roll, but my intimidation is actually four. So, oh, so eight is the best was, you can do. Eight is literally the best I could do. <laughs> Are you at, you're at a grit too, right? Didn't you like bamboozle no, all your grit? No, I got three grit at the end of the session. Okay. So, oh yeah, yeah. I could bamboozle, but I, I'm fine with punching these guys. Uh, well, you might not have to. I only have a two high. Okay. All right. That's all right. um. That's four net hits. Yeah. Shit. So, so uh, you ask, is there, like, they start asking questions, and like, bad play. And then you're like, <laughs> is there a problem? And they're like, no, uh, boss, we, we was just leaving. And they uh, uh, start walking away, and one of them, like, like stutter steps for a second and turns back and goes, do you, do you want the, any gestures that, like, holds out the pipe that he was using? Wolf, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'll go. Uh, I'll take it and I'll say, "What's yours is mine, right?" They like look for a second, and he's like trying to like muster the words. He goes, "I'm like behind her, going like." <laughs> <laughs> he like looks to his friend and starts like, Ooh. and he's like, uh, uh, "Yes, boss." All right, shoo. Yeah, and they, they they go scurrying off. I have a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, have I taken something that I want but don't deserve? Yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. That's an XP for everybody. Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you look down in the little corner where the walkway meets this landing pad as the two uh, cloud cutters scurry off. And um, Kira's not making eye contact. She just has her eyes down. She's holding onto one of the pipes with both of her hands, staring down the the like steep drop that she's that's below her. Bad day. Her ears perk up, and her eyes like slowly raise to you, and she st- stares in for like a solid like ten seconds. And then a smile slowly creeps on her lips, and she goes, Howdy. 
yeah, I'd say a bad, a bad, yeah, a bad day. That seems <laughs> accurate. You know, I mean, you take the good with the bad. I, you, I don't remember you being, I thought you was looking for the Riveteers. I've got a new gig now. Oh. What was that? Um, I mean, I, I, hmm. I mean, I guess I already told. Why were they asking me questions about the Riveteers if you was with them? I already told you everything I knew. You'll get there. <laughs> I believe in you. You can do it. Come on. I, I, I. I I didn't tell him nothing about you. I thought you was a straight shooter. Yeah. yeah, no, it went real bad, and now we've infiltrated their camp. Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't have. They, they did send a few people out. What was that to? I look, like I said, she like kind of scoots over to like get a little bit closer to you guys, and like she's like leaning out towards you, like her face pressed against the bar. She goes, like I said, I. I didn't tell them nothing about you. I didn't tell them nothing about the Riveteers. I, I, I mean, I look, y'all showed me a kindness, right? I, I tried to take one over on you, and you bested me, but you let me walk away with my life. I mean, that's the way I see it. I owe you. So I, I didn't, I didn't tell them nothing. I said I didn't find nothing. I was just picking the bones from the fight that led me to the mountain, and I guess. They didn't believe me when I said it, but that's all I told them, and I just kept saying it no matter how much they hit me, no matter how much they starved me, no matter how much they didn't let me sleep. I I mean, I wasn't going to give the three of you up. Well, wait, where's the third of you? He's fine. He's got his own, his own mission. Oh, okay, okay. I just, you know, nice people like you, I mean, you, th you three deserve to live. I mean, someone like me, I, you know... I, I figure this is just, you know, I got what's coming to me, but the three of you, you, you're good folk. And I figure, you know, if anything I could do to help y'all keep drifting, you know, was me making some retribution for what I'd done in my life. So. Do you want to you... be a cloud cutter? <laughs> Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, you don't know us, right? We're strangers. You've never met me before, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I ain't ever seen you before. Right. So, I think I came down here after you got a bunch of the stick and gave you a little bit of a carrot, right? And you gave me the agropelter cave. The, uh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, you know what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to look at some <laughs> of them? Yep, that's where them riveteers are, boss. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna let you sleep tonight. 
I just the thing is, if if you know if it goes the way it went with the three of you, I mean, there's more of them than there are of you. And normally, a, a pack this big, I'd try to be a little more honest. I wouldn't lead them to the the aggro pelters. I wouldn't expect them to be able to take the whole cloud cutters out. So I just, I guess, all I'm saying here, I ain't ungrateful or nothing. I, I just, you know, I figure I'd done some penance, right? And I didn't give you up. So I just, where's where do I end up at the end of this whole? thing you're brewing so you're gonna cooperate right with you you're 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 cooperating now that we've you've realized that if you don't cooperate it's bad right (laughs) and so you gave us the aggro pelter cave Mm -hmm. right there's like tracks there from our car Mm -hmm. okay so we have a lead so we're gonna let you sleep and we'll come visit in the morning, see how you're doing. And eventually, you're going to have told us everything you know. And we'll let you go. But it's got to be a process. I can't let you go right now. They'll just kill us all. How much time has passed? How are you that sure you can... Yeah, sleep sounds good. Okay. It's because we're really good at what we do. That's how we're sure. Okay. I'm going to... Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to anybody but me. Okay. They just call you boss or... Yep. That's my name. All right. Okay. She nods. I'll get you out of here soon, Kira. And she lights up at that and she goes, All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then she right. kind of, uh, as she's pulling away, she goes, and I mean, if uh, if y'all need any help with anything, you know, you want to give me the spring a little earlier, I can I can be useful. No tricks. <laughs> the way I see mm. it, you know, with the three of you, I'm, I'm best served shooting straight. You, uh, you can't escape tonight. All right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then she like kind of curls up in the corner of her cage. Okay. Was that good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you're not very confident at this, but you're extremely good at it. <laughs> uh, and Pax smiles like really good, <laughs> like really big. Um. Oh, it's good. And uh, and uh, then we'll, I'll uh, those those two that scampered off, they're not like within eyesight, are they? No, they went away. They're gone. Okay, great. Um, cool. We'll go sleep, or should we check on Kinsey? I have a pretty bad concussion. Okay. <laughs> you could have led with that. Let's go. There was work to do. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get up early and yell at some people. Oh, you know. You know how it is. Yeah, no, what did you... How? How? Like, it's I'm, It's not... Listen, I wholeheartedly believe you're capable of it. I'm just... How? <laughs> oh. 
Um, well, I thought you and Kinsey were dead, we say, as we're, like, walking, mm-hmm. right? And I, like, put my arm over your shoulder, or, like, to, or, like, up on, like, your back. I don't know how tall you are. <laughs> I'm, like, six, three-ish. Cool. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I thought you and Kinsey died, uh, and so I came here. I rode on mostly on the underside of the, the their battle wagon and then um, escaped and killed one of their snipers and then got rid of the body and then changed into that person's clothes. And then um, when my shift was done, I just walked up and then they started hazing some of the riveteers who were new and I told them to stop it, and they did. And now I'm kind of, like, third in line, I guess. I mean, I don't know who's coming, who's going to, you know, step up against me as long as I don't open my mouth. So uh, I just got to, like, you know, big and silent for, like, you know, I'm not that big, but, like... Just gotta. You're kind of big. I'm. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pax, uh, as you're kind of saying, like I'm, you know, maybe third in command. You glance over and you're walking along towards where your little housing pod that you commandeered is. You glance down towards Red Wheels housing pod and you see the uh, the doors kind of slid half open and leaning right there against the frame is Red Wheel herself. And her uh, her filtration mask has been removed. It's kind of hanging around her neck. And she's watching you. She's got, like, actually a very, like, kind of young and, and pretty face uh, underneath the, like, spiked filtration mask that she wears. Uh, and she's watching you. You can swear that you see a red kind of, like, glinting glow in her oh, eyes. Oh, fuck. She's, like, listening in. And she's, she's sitting there and she's watching the two of you. And she, like takes a sip from, like, a mug and just, like, keeps watching you as you go walking. I don't think she's listening to us. We're not the most interesting thing that came to town tonight. Should I... Should I go talk to her? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I haven't yet. I might. I haven't yet had a chance to get the lay of this land, but... She's... Yeah, okay, well, um... Go on in, and I'll pat his butt awkwardly. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm extremely good at this. I make it look not awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And and I send him in Uh to the... To the so he can get some sleep and not have a concussion anymore. Apparently, are there are there still these two dudes in here? They've fallen asleep at this point. Just... <laughs> uh, I will wake him up. Like, hey, you guys are welcome to stay. Boss said it's gonna get wild in here, so like, that's <laughs> what you do. they like blink away the sleep. They're like, they look at you. They see the riveteer gear that you're wearing. They're like, who the fuck do you think you are? The one, the, I think you call her boss. She said I'm hers. Because you say my, because I'm pretty. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, you know, 
It's, yeah. You know, you let the boss know if you want... You go where, and like some of them start, like one of them starts collecting some stuff. I'm just going to take some of my things. You know, it ain't nothing personal. You I sure? Just, you don't want to? You could. No, I just, you you know, I, it, uh, well, uh, no. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're, you know, you uh, uh, enjoy your initiation then. Look, it's so bitch. And they like punch you on the shoulder. And they're like, hey. Oh, that's that's a hazen that I can get behind, and then they walk outside. That's right. a hazen that I can get behind. Um, I think specifically, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed because I. Am <laughs> you just concussed. you just fall over on a bed and just fucking go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Pax, you slap Roland on the ass, send him in, and you what? Start walking towards. Um, Red Wheel? Yeah, and not like a like a marching over kind of way, and like a uh, and just like with purpose, I want to talk to her, and then like, but I don't want to bug her, so I'm gonna just like walk up, and if she makes eye contact, I will I'll start talking, and if she doesn't, I'll wait for a little while, and then I'll just go away. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and do a blend roll real quick here for you, Pax. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is a good roll for you. My um, highest is only a nine. Okay. Yeah, I have two hits. Uh, with a 13 high. Oh, wait, that explodes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, it might matter. Nah, it was a three. Okay. You have two net successes, though? Yes. All right, so she watches as you walk towards her. Takes, like, a sip of her drink while she waits. She's leaning casually against the frame of her housing pod. Does she make eye contact with you? Yeah, she's watch she's okay. clearly watching you approach. Okay, great. Hey, um I I wanted to see if I needed to make amends for making a kerfuffle earlier. Uh <laughs> I I thought you might want to know that uh this riveteer came in claiming that he was uh Ferdinand's the captain? Kernig? Oh, yeah. Lieutenant. Uh, the lieutenant's son. Uh, and I thought you would want to know, and then you could make the decision about whether or not to wake him up or interrupt him. But then I got turned away. Uh, and so, you know, I I kind of got the credit, but I I didn't, I wanted to give it to you. So, I guess I just wanted to let you know what was going on. I saw you were awake. She just stares at you for a second. Her her posture, like she was very casual and calm as you started talking. Like she was going to give you a hard time. Maybe like she had some kind of insight that she was, uh-huh. you know, going to like, you know, like lord over you. And then you mentioned that you brought in 
Koenig's son, and her entire posture and personage changes. She, her eyes go wide. That kind of like calm, like persona she has immediately goes away. She she stops leaning casually on the frame. She just starts standing. She's no longer like she's like her drink is like loosely hanging at her side, like, and she's just staring you dead in the eyes. And she goes, "You uh, make that introduction then." Yeah. As far as I know, he's still in there. Her eyes immediately go over to um, uh, Koenig's housing pod. She just stares at that for a bit. Right. What's your name again? I don't remember you. I'm Pax. Thanks, Pax. She steps back and slides the door shut. Mm, yeah, and then I'll walk saunter over to my pod. <laughs> like and... I'm about to get leave. <laughs> you slide the door open and walk in and Roland is just sprawled out on one of the beds <laughs> like dead tired, dead asleep. <laughs> yep. And I close the door. I climb up on the bunk bed and I too go to sleep for just a couple hours. I'm up at dawn to wake everybody else up. Kinsey, you said you were mulling over some of what you learned. Is there, uh, did you do anything else or did you eventually find your way to sleep? Uh, I, I would like to uh, take a look around the pod in which I am in, especially that map that you mentioned. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go ahead and do an observe test. That's... That is three hits. All right. Yeah, so you look your way through here. Um, you find, uh, like, a, a basically a chest that you open up and it's got nicely folded, like, clean clothes. Um, you look at that map. It You can barely, like, after examining it more closely, it's definitely, like, a map of this area with areas that the, the cloud cutters were marking off as not being where the riveteers were hiding. Um, you could see that they were closing in on where the riveteers actually were. Um, and uh, you, like, dig around some more. Um, you do f find... Underneath the clothes, you look through, like, one of the chests where there's clothes, and there's a little, like, mini footlocker inside that chest where there's clothes, and that footlocker is locked. Um, and, uh, yeah, otherwise, everything in here is very nice. It's way nicer than anything any of the other cloud cutters seem to have. Um, it seems like, uh, the impression you get is that Koenig likes, uh the finer things in life um uh you know while he doesn't strike you uh, it's kind of like what your mother said right he's not really a nomad he doesn't like he doesn't live yeah. the life he's not like you know um he's he's a little he's a little bit too clean to be a nomad all right uh, well not that i have any hope but i'd like to take a crack at um Popping open the chest, and I thought, of course, if I can't do it, I've got an ace up my sleeve by the name of Pax. 
Alright, uh, do you have do you have any lockpicking tools or anything? Oh, no. no. Alright, if you have a machinery cube, you could you could repurpose that into some lockpicking tools, which would allow you to do this without any penalty. I do not have a machinery cube. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you trying to just, like, bang the lock? You, you want to do it subtly, right? I'd like to do it. No, I don't want to, do, to know that I have it. Cool. Alright, cool. You're going to do this at a minus four. <laughs> as you're it's just skullduggery it's skullduggery at a minus four in in that case perhaps i shouldn't even roll because my skullduggery is four <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think about it really hard Kinsey, and then you're like you're like patting yourself down trying to find anything that you could like fit in there you like pull like a like, yeah you try you get some wire from like a tech cube and you try to get it in there just not doing the trick and you're just like, yeah, no, I, it turns out I don't know how to pick locks. <laughs> Never learned. <laughs> uh, well, you know. In that case, I'll replace the footlock into the chest, cover it up with the clothes, make sure that everything is still nice and prettily folded, and I'll uh, uh, fall. Okay, yeah, and you climb into the bed. It's a nice, large, comfortable Ooh, bed. Luxurious. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you drift off into sleep. Listening to the tunes, um, our good friend. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby. You you turn on your little, your little playing device and, uh, and yeah, the, the soft tunes of, uh, Bobby Klein. Um, uh, every once in a while you're like, you're about to fall asleep and you have to wake up again to put in a new cartridge and you start falling asleep again. (laughs) And eventually you do fall asleep. There is a young drifter who lives on the good. All right. Um... Yeah, so all of you are sleeping, right? Mm-hmm. I do require sleep to heal wounds, so yes. Yeah, cool. You all sleep soundly through the night. And you don't miss anything. At dawn. At dawn, I am up. <laughs> sure. So, Pax, you wake up bright and early. You slide open the door. Um, you see a, a couple of your lackeys, like, leaning outside the housing pod, like, asleep on some, like, crates. Um... Uh, and they're they're very asleep and like there's a couple people like one or two people in the camp who are like kind of like brushing off like things off of like tables and seem to be like the more responsible cloud cutters who are like trying to make sense of the ca- camp after night okay cool um so I, I'll like walk around see the like what the responsible ones are doing I'll like give them like nod like a all right i approve of this and then uh um uh oh man i don't have anything that's not a gun that does that uh that isn't just all right is there like a pot somewhere yeah sure Great. I take like a pot or a pan or whatever, and just like, like start like, dang, 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 dang. <laughs> like, get up, you lay about, good for nothing, lazy, you know, like, uh, get up. This 
clean and blah, blah, blah. We have to fix this shit before the, you know, like, before the lieutenant runs inspection. You better get the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. and then, like, if anybody's resistant, I'll go, like, yell in their face and just, like, not to, in- like, not to intimidate them. Like I expect them, like a parent would, right? <laughs> just, like, get up. Uh, yeah, um, we're still going to have you roll Intimidate. Um, yeah, Roland sure. and Kinsey, you wake up to the sound of uh, pots clanging and packs shouting at the camp. Uh, basically, like, marshalling this camp. Just because you won the fight doesn't mean you won the war. Get your asses up! <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you can have a grit. Yeah, I clip in my earphones. Yeah, I clip in my noise canceling earphones. Oh god! You roll over, clip in your noise canceling headphones. Everything's fine. You fall back asleep. (laughs) Is there? There's nothing I can do to like give myself a better roll. Okay. Yeah, unless you want to bamboozle them or anything. Um. Well, I feel like they should be at negatives personally because they're just waking up, but um they are surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'll spend um oh, whatever, 3 grit to bamboozle. Okay. Yeah. I want them to I want to be in charge real bad. <laughs> sure. I have a bad argument. They're unaware she's there, so by the laws of sneak attack, she <laughs> no, get a no. <laughs> This isn't an attack. Okay, well, I'm gonna it's a roll. Psychic attack. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, you know, that's not bad. Uh, oh wait, I get to I get to reroll because I have reliability. Okay, that's nothing. You're nothing. Get out of here. Is the thing you say to a cloud cutter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my highest is a four. Well, luckily, because of your bamboozle, I got zero successes. I nice. would have, I have had four successes. I would have had two net successes over you, but alas, so you got four. Yeah, I have a, a two, uh, two threes and a four. Oh my god! Even if you, bamboo- I also rolled a seventeen and a twenty. So if, if you had bamboozled for even two, I would have had something over you, but alas, uh, yeah, you bamboozled them by banging on this thing really early in the morning, <laughs> and then. <laughs> You're just like smacking around. Everyone's like, oh, oh, oh. they just like start marching, like getting to and like helping those couple that were uh, that were cleaning up and like kind of almost. You said you had four successes. Yeah. Yeah, like almost kind of taking a cue from you. Those like three that were like starting to clean up before you woke everyone else up. Like they they start like becoming your lieutenants. <laughs> <laughs> They, I'm gonna be in charge of this <laughs> clan real quick. They <laughs> like they see you starting to do that, and you'd already given them that like approving nod. So when everyone's like, "What? Huh? What?" and they're like, "You're the boss. <laughs> You're the yeah. boss. 
Grab that table, clear it out. Come on, we got, we got to just your check the oil on the vehicles, get the wings up and ready. We still got riveteers to hunt down. Follow the boss's orders. What you want to take that up with the boss? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I spend my morning, at least yeah. for a little while, until the situation changes. Sure. Um. Yeah, Kinsey, so you wake up to that. Roland woke up and put in his, right. his noise-canceling headphones. You wake up to that bright and early. That, I think that might be the loudest I've ever heard, Pax. <laughs> uh, so Kinsey's going to wake up and uh, kind of rifle through the chests and closets and uh, see if there's uh, something of his father's that he can put on uh, to make himself seem more impressive. Yeah, yeah. You can trade out the riveteer like denim... You can grab, like, you put on, like, a jacket. It fits you. It's a, uh, your father's a little bit smaller in the shoulders than you are. Um, but, like, you get it. You get it nonetheless. Like, you find something that's uh, maybe a little bit big on your dad. It's like a, um, it is, a, like, a burgundy coat with, like, white, um, lapels. Um, um, that, like, fits you a little snugly. But, like, as long as you don't try to button it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and you, like, manage to make yourself look a little bit less like a riveteer. Perfect. And uh, I'm going to find a go, go out and uh, search for a cup of coffee somewhere. Sure. Uh, so Pax, you do see as you're like marshalling the troops, like Kinsey kind of step out of Koenig's housing pod, rubbing his eyes, kind of blinking around. Um, and Kinsey, you do spot like some people are grabbing some some coffee from the uh, from the night before. They're like starting to like pour it all into one pot. Could I could I grab a cup of that Joe there, sir? Uh, um, uh, who? Yeah, yeah, sure. Who? And they like kind of look at the house behind you and look at the coat you're wearing, and then uh, one of one of Pax's like lieutenants like walks by and goes, "Stop, let's <laughs> stop dilly dallying and get to work." And they're like, "Yeah, sure, this is all yours." And they like hand the like pot of like. Of a bunch of coffee poured, a bunch of different coffees poured into it, they hand it to you, and they go marching off to deal with something else. Good luck! <laughs> yeah, uh, you get, it's, it's like, you know, air temperature <laughs> uh, coffee from the night, from the night before that was left out. <laughs> I'll, I'll put the pot on the, uh, on the fire, just to, at sure. least to warm it you, up. You warm it up a bit, so you're warming it up, rolling your sleep, packs. Your lieutenants have already started to kind of take your lead, and they're, like, marshalling the troops and doing all this stuff for you because you got four successes again. Um, and then you glance over to your side, and you see uh, marching straight towards you is Red Wheel. Okay. Uh, she has her mask reaffixed to her face. I stop and, and uh, or, yeah. I'll just, I'll stop, and I will wait for her. Cool. She gets to you. She grabs you firmly by the arm. She isn't as strong as you are, but she still moves as if she can move you of her own accord. Uh, and, sure. and she drags you like in between two housing pods and like slams you up against the wall. He goes, now you're going to tell me who the hell you are. Because I know every face that's come through this nomad pack and... You ain't a cloud cutter, but I don't think you're a riveteer, so I want to know exactly what you're doing here, giving out orders like you belong. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, just just for extra extra effect, you do see her eyes flash red. Uh, her normally kind of like hazel colored irises uh like flame up with this deep like deep like burgundy like uh, mahogany red uh, that kind of like lingers for a second and then fades into hazel again. I'm your godsend. My name is Pax. I'm here because uh, I can't be anywhere else. And um, I'd rather be in charge than be a grunt. But I've never challenged you. And I don't plan on it. And what about that bluster the night before about Ferdinand's son coming into camp? He walked right into camp and uh, with the, that other guy who I sequestered away and uh, and said he was Ferdinand's son. And so I... <laughs> brought him to you was turned away and so I had no choice because if he's telling the truth um you know it's my head and if he's not telling the truth it's my head if I don't act on it uh you can roll manipulate <laughs> okay. um you can have a, a plus two cause I'm telling the truth <laughs> Because there's enough truth to your lie. Um, I could be her godsend. I don't know. I mean, there's no way I beat her, for sure. You might. She could be all awareness and insight and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do have a seven. also have a seven well you're the one lying so you are the aggressor oh i thought she was the aggressor yay <laughs> cool so you I have a seven one net success over her yeah she looks at you sizes you up and goes so what you just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time you come wandering into this camp you ain't a riveteer i'm peg you for a drifter what? You want to be part of the cloud cutters? You think you can just jump to the top? It, it kind of looks like I've gotten most of the way there. On them that don't matter. It's me yeah. you need to convince. Me you yeah. need to prove your worth to. Me or Ferdinand. And I'll tell you from experience you don't want. To have to prove yourself to Ferdinand. She says, kind of like releasing you and shoving you against the wall. <laughs> uh, so, I guess the thing is, is that 
you think those people out there don't matter. And I think you need somebody to wrangle them while you and your crew are hanging out in your bunk, sequestered away. And I'm happy to do that for you. So... I don't care if, much uh, one way or another. For... Oh, come on. It, it, there's influence there. You really think there isn't? You go what ahead are you doing keep, in a pack, then? You go ahead and keep the grunts in line, as long as you remember that you answer to me. That's... That's already what I thought. Good. Okay. Now, you see another opportunity to get your hands on Ferdinand's son? This time you bring him to me, and I'll make sure that you don't get turned away. How's that sound? You do that, well, I might just owe you a favor. Okay. Bring him to me. You understand? Are you... If you kill him, it's on me. And then we'll have a problem. Don't try visiting my intentions. Just follow my orders and you'll get far. Pax. And she goes walking off. Thanks, boss. <laughs> then I'll walk back out and yell at some more people. Yeah, they, they hop to whatever you tell them to do. <laughs> They're like, yes, boss. <laughs> they go off and turn some tables upside down to clear them out, that kind of thing. <laughs> Kenzie, you get to sip some relatively warmish stale coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to Kenzie. Um. Oh, I think you might be muted, uh, Kinsey. Hello, hello there, fellow, uh, <laughs> Cloud Cutter. How, how do you do? So, Red Wheel wants me to bring you to her. Oh, and, yeah. uh, I think instead you should beg off. Because I don't think she has the best intentions for you. Yeah, well, dude. you should make a show of, of you know, that you can't right now, and that you're make make a show make a show of it. Spill your coffee. Tell her tell you that you have to change your shirt or something, yeah, or else Ken I'm gonna have. Kinsey, you look past Pax and you see over by Red Wheels housing pod doors open. She's like talking to a couple of her roadkin, and then she looks over and makes eye contact with you, and she just like sits there for a second, and then. Her hands, like, glide down to, like, a dagger on her hip. And she just, like, stares at you. So I'm going to grab your forearm and I'm going to pull you up. You're going to spill your coffee. And then I'll, I'll help you. And then you have to make a show about having to change your shirt. Are you ready? <gasps> Kinsey, <laughs> Kinsey, my son! <laughs> ah, father! Pax, you grab a hold of Kinsey's arm. You're getting ready to do this thing, and then just like walking down the slope, down the uh, uh, from like a, a housing pond, not too far from his own. Um, Ferdinand comes walking down, and everyone like 
like kind of like stops scurrying and the chaos kind of like gets a little quiet. People are still working a little bit, but they're trying not to be as anybody like, who's crazy. loud. I snap at them. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, everyone, everyone gather around. And uh, Pax, you glance over and you see um, uh, uh, like just like. S- like dagger eyes like staring at Kinsey with uh, from Red Wheel and then it blinks clear and then she looks to her roadkin and then um Red Wheel takes uh like steps forward and her roadkin kind of follow her um uh to like the edge of the crowd and Kinsey you find yourself with an arm around you facing what seems to be the in- uh, at least a large amount of the cloud cutters not the entire cloud cutters and Ferdinand goes Yesterday, we dealt a blow to the Riveteers that they will not recover from. Their route is ours. And everyone's like, and he goes, through the hard work of this pack, all of you contributed. And we lost our brothers and sisters, yes, but new New brothers and sisters have come to our doorsteps. Riveteers, ready to see the light. And everyone's like, and he goes, no, no, is that skepticism I see? I'll tell you what. The Riveteers who have come to us, sure, they may take a while to learn our ways, and they may not be of the tough stuff that we expect of all cloud cutters, but as you know, the road... It will tell all. Those who are not equipped to cut it, they will fall. But those that can serve a purpose, well, they will follow my own example. And he put like hugs you in a little closer, Kinsey. And he goes, this here. And he slaps you on the chest, Kinsey. <clears throat> not nearly as hard as Tusk used to slap you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So let's slap you on the chest, just enough to make a noise. And he's like, this here is a riveteer. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like you can see them starting to get a little excited, like you're going to get, like, you know, publicly shamed or something like that. He's like, this man followed the leadership of Tusk, wore their colors, rode with them down Splitboot Canyon to their doom. His loyalty was that strong. Everyone's like, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. And uh, and he goes, and this man, I learned last night. He looks at you, Kinsey, longingly, like like a nice, like like loving, fatherly look. He just stares, soaks in your face for a second. He goes, this man is my son. And like they all just kind of sit there. And he goes, this is my flesh and blood. And he. Will see to the integration of the Riveteers. He will lead them in our ways. He will follow our lead because he is a part of me. And therefore, a useful, invaluable resource to the Cloud Cutters. Think of it. He brings the Riveteers up to speed. She slaps you on the back a little bit. And. We become stronger as a whole. And the cloud cutters can become something that Rockford has never even envisioned. 
Are you with me? That one's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they, and I they, shoot some looks to make sure that they cheer. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm with you, with you. Flesh and blood. And they clap. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> you can call him Kinsey. Kinsey. He, like, looks to you, Kinsey, like, expecting you to fill in the gap. Koenig! Kinsey Koenig! <laughs> KK! And everyone's like, KK! Kinsey Koenig! And everyone's, everyone's, like, cheering and everything. Uh, and then the riveteers who don't fall in line fall at the end of my blade, and I'll take out my bayonet and twirl it around my and, and Koenig's like, ha-ha! And everyone's like, ha and like they all cheer and everything packs you glance over red wheels nowhere to be seen her roadkin is still there but she's gone mm-hmm. okay um roland you like wake up and you kind of roll over you, <laughs> you pull you pull you pull your earbuds off like oh, let's see what's going on you pull your little uh noise canceling earbuds out and uh, and you hear Kinsey Kearney, Kinsey Kearney, ah, ah, flesh and blood. Ah, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna like before I come out. I like. I would like to to damage my riveteer uniform in the way that it would become damaged were it carelessly torn off. <laughs> <laughs> So you button it up and then rip the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's, there's like some some slashes, you know, and like things yeah. that, you know. There are like a couple belt loops missing. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you step out. No one really seems to uh, be paying you much mind, Roland. They're all like, they all kind of like rush up to Kinsey and like bring him in like a brother. And they're like, you got my... I got your back, Koenig. Yeah, you make sure you let the lieutenant know you're one of us. Yeah, you whip those rubber yeah, into shape. Yeah. Make sure they're of cloud kind of stuff. And everyone's like, rah, rah, rah. And they all are trying to basically earn Kinsey's favor, it looks like. Okay, so um, I'm going to go up to Kinsey next to him. Uh, and I'm going to be like, he doesn't need your attention right now. He needs you to do your work. Right, boss? That's right. You better get in line and, and follow this one right here. She's got my favor, and I'm I'm going to try and intimidate them now since yeah, I yeah. have some points in intimidating. Yeah, Pax, you can Pax, you can assist. <laughs> okay. I feel like a parent watching their kids in community. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, no, I got no hits. I got no hits. No, all right, Kinsey. Uh, I'm still gonna give you a plus two, Kinsey, because Kernig just endorsed you. <laughs> I'll see that, all right. I've never been more. Oh, shit. Well, it is a misfire, but uh, yeah. it is one hit. Okay. Uh, what's your highest? Eight. Uh, cool. I got a seven. So you Perfect. do have one of the one that says one's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all start like moving around. And someone, and, like a couple of them, it's like a slow dispersion, right? A couple of them are like, Oh, yeah, man, McCharlotte, or not McCharlotte, uh, Kearney, Kearney, yeah, Kinsey, Kearney, KK, yeah, and they, like, everyone wants to make sure you see their face, and they show support, and then they slowly, like, filter out, 
And then uh, Kinsey and Pax, you, uh, you know, are looking at each other. And then Pax, you just slowly look over your shoulder. And, like, right there, Red Wheel is standing. And uh, Ferdinand, who is still there, goes, Ah, Red Wheel. Pleasure to make this connection. Red Wheel, this is your brother. And she goes, Half brother. And he goes, half. I'm just gonna back away. <laughs> half brother, Kinsey. And you will show him, and his face changes. Kinsey, like a, a face you haven't seen on him before. And you will show him the same respect I expect. Do you understand, Red Wheel? I'm going to try and match his face. <laughs> She, like, blinks a little bit and then, like, becomes just a weird a weird look, especially Pax, you've had the most interaction with her, a weird look for her. She becomes somewhat sheepish. Her posture becomes less strong. Her head dips down. And she goes, Of course, Father. Of course I came to pay my respects to my brother. She nods to you and she goes, Kinsey, it's an honor. And then Ferdinand goes, an honor to serve <clears throat> under him. He is your elder. Of course, father. Well, come on then. <laughs> you like reach out your arms for like a hug. She doesn't know what to do. <laughs> she I'll like move in and I will hug her. Oh, oh, oh. And then she like her arms like just like clamp in on her side before you even squeeze her or anything. She's like, oh no. And like leans back slightly and you give her a hug and she's just like stiff as a board. It's like hugging a tree. <laughs> and like you uh, pat her a couple times on the back and she goes, Yep. And like gives you just like the slightest like one finger like pats your hip. <laughs> She's like, hey, yeah, yeah, um, oh, uh, and then Ferdinand's like, oh, uh, Kinsey, 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 that's not necessary. Red Wheel is here to serve. She is a loyal member of this family. Are you not? And Red Wheel goes, of course, father. Yeah, um, Kinsey, it'll be an honor riding underneath your command. Father and uh, uh, Ferdinand like stares at her and she becomes even smaller. And she goes, I did want to ask. Kinsey came into camp, I noticed, without a vehicle of repute, as it were. Uh, is he to drive the bullwhip? And then uh, Ferdinand kind of smirks at that and turns and he goes, I don't know, Kinsey, would you like to drive the bullwhip? Would you like to be in charge of the strongest vehicle in the Badlands? And, and Red Wheel becomes even more sheepish and like steps back slightly. 
Well, I couldn't do it without my sister as a co-pilot. <clears throat> she, like, perks just slightly at that, but seems a little wary of you, Kinsey. And, uh... What did you say, Redfield? She, uh, she, like, looks immediately to Ferdinand when you ask her her opinion. And he goes, answer the man! And she, like, snaps up and goes, uh, yes, uh, of course, um... As, uh, as you say, uh, I will be your roadkin. Roadkin and bloodkin. Nothing stronger than that bomb. Yes, she says. Yes. And she, like, glances, kind of like you just get, like, the slightest glisten from the morning sun in her, like, right eye of maybe just a little bit of, of tears forming in one of her eyes. And she looks to her own roadkin across the camp and then she immediately recomposes herself and goes yes as you say father has determined that the camp should follow your lead i will fall in line kenzie kk and uh he goes well <laughs> this is warms my heart. How generous of you, Kinsey. Redwheel, you make sure you do what needs to be done to protect my son. Do you understand? Of course, father. <clears throat> and he slaps you on the back, Kinsey, and goes, Well, I can't wait to see you at the helm of the bull whip. <laughs> of course. I can't wait to be there myself. Of course, I'm sure you'll need to make some mod modifications. Red Wheel has only scratched the surface of that vehicle's potential, I believe. Mm. Ah, under your command, it'll be a force to be reckoned with. Something for the tales to carry on beyond our lifespan. You, son, you are the golden hope the Cloud Cutters has needed. Hmm, the golden hope. I quite like that. And then uh, he doesn't even say anything to, to Red Wheel. He gives you another, like, hug, Kinsey. Slaps you on the back and he goes, The camp is yours, son. I need to freshen up. And ah, he waltzes back towards his uh, housing pod. And with that, we are going to take a quick intermission. And we're back. Hey. All right. Um, so, so I, I have a question. Has, yeah. I, if my judge of Kernig as a person is correct, I assume a decent amount of that last interaction between like him and Kinsey and Red Wheel was also put on for show for the camp. Um, uh, I, I don't mean like he's putting on an act. I mean, like he is making sure the camp continues to be involved to see like him being in charge. Uh, not, like, overtly, like, maybe not, like, to, to project his voice or the exchange, but he sees, like, like, there's definitely, like, it is out in the open, the, the camp can see it, but he kind of, like, dismissed the camp and then started okay. discussing stuff with Kinsey and, uh, Red Wheel. Okay, can I glean, sort of, like, the effects, or, like, the broad strokes of the conversation from, I... from where I am? Yeah, go ahead and roll, um... Uh, for you, uh, manipulate. 
because you have play in the play. Uh, we'll put you at a minus two. It's just it's not going to be opposed. Uh, okay. Because he's not specifically trying to hide it, so it's just a matter of you being able to get it from where you are. I assume I'm not dressed to impress this unopposed reading of a situation. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, explodes. Uh, I have four hits. Cool. Yeah, you're able to kind of glean all of that. Uh, you you are able to tell. Um, that Koenig is trying to in win Kinsey with a carrot while uh, keeping Red Wheel under control with a stick. Cool. Um, yeah, so, like, as that conversation is winding down, I want to start heading over towards uh, Red Wheel's roadkin. Yeah, you also notice that Red Wheel, uh, when Kinsey's not looking, is looking at him with murderous intent. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I've been there even. <laughs> um, yeah, you walk over towards Red Wheels uh, Roadkin. They're all wearing that kind of slate gray uh, like leathers and they like glance over to you as you walk up uh, and uh, a guy steps forward. Uh, he's got like a, a curled mustache and like a five o'clock shadow around it. And he goes what uh you guys got a blowtorch i can borrow wilder will do even they kind of look to each other look at you and they go you must be one of them new folk huh yeah we ain't here to fetch you things fledgling <sighs> it's fine uh, and i take off my riveteer jacket and like toss it to him like if you won't burn that for me, that'd be great. Listen, I can see the way this camp is blowing. I'm the best damn mechanic in the Riveteers. You want me in your camp, not theirs. <laughs> I've seen the bullet. You know that hover car you tore to shreds? They didn't have that before I showed up. Uh, you can roll manipulate. We'll give you a plus one for mentioning the hover car. Uh, am I dressed to impress? Uh, yeah, specifically because you threw the Riveteer jacket on the ground. It's Hell. the lack of dress that impresses. <laughs> oh, good luck. Good luck, mechanics and drivers. I have a 15. <laughs> You're up against a 5. Uh, I have five net hits. Uh, they size you up, raise an eyebrow, and go, and what? You think you're, uh, you said you got how many net successes? Five. Yeah. They go, and you think you're uh, fit to ride with Red Wheel herself? Yeah. They kind of exchange a glance, and they go, well, you got confidence. And hell, I halfway believe you. Why don't you go ahead and uh, hang out with us for the day? I'm sure uh, Red Wheel would love to give you a uh, initiation challenge to prove your worth. Great. Your uh, proposed aptitude at machinery 
might come in handy. Of course. Come in handy some gyrocopters. Of course, uh, if you're uh, full of hot air, well, you'll find a short end. That's for sure. Yeah. You were there when I set the sky on fire, right? And they they like exchange a glance and they go, yeah. Yeah, you can hang with us for the day. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then, like, the one you were talking to looks to another and, like, nods, and that one goes off and walks towards Red Wheel. Uh, Kinsey and Pax? Pax, you said you kind of pulled away from Kinsey and Red Wheel. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to, like, intrude on the family moment, but I didn't move far enough away that I couldn't interrupt if I needed okay, to. Cool. So you're still there. Uh, so, so Kinsey, uh, Red Wheel has kind of pledged her loyalty to you, as it were, and in a way kind of giving you command of her vehicle. Oh, oh yeah. Roland, with your four, for your four successes, Red Wheel is very distraught. <laughs> uh, all, all right uh, she's still in front uh, we are still engaged or has she gone off to, she's uh, still there um, yeah. well uh, tell me Red, would you mind um, bringing the old bull whip around I'd love to take a look at the controls and familiarize myself with them she, like, holds her tongue for a second, tilts her head slightly, and she goes, Well, uh, the bullwhip won't be able to scale, scale the cliff edge to get up here, but I could take you down to it if you want to get a look at it. Kenzie. Hmm. Uh, per perhaps later in the day. Uh, for now... Mm, I've I've got to go freshen up. I, I, I have a feeling I don't look quite a representative of the Koenig name. So, um, oh yeah, man, so, you say that, that you say Koenig name, and she bristles like her like a vein pops in her forehead. Roland, you notice this? Uh, whatever Kinsey <laughs> has said has made her very angry. <laughs> uh, and she goes. Freshening up sounds like a might good idea, Kinsey. Well, all right, then. Uh, oh, why don't you find me sometime this afternoon? As you wish. Very good to make your acquaintance, sister. Half-sister. And she walks off. I can recognize that level of hatred of Kinsey having experience. My broken hates me. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will turn to Pax and be like, uh, "You there, boss? Is it?" Yes, sir. I've got a couple of uh, questions for you regarding the, uh, you know, the the general daily ongoings of the camp. Could you, would you mind joining me in my uh, in my pod? Uh. All right. Ah, very good. Yeah, it won't take but a moment. And, uh, I'll lead her to uh, Koenig's pod. Koenig isn't there, is he? Koenig is in that pod right now. 
He is in that. Yeah, he went back into that pod to freshen himself up. Um. Um. You can go around the pod if you want a private word for a second. (laughs) No, I don't want to be near the pod when I uh, talk to her about this. So you guys walk about halfway to the pod, and then Kinsey's like, oh, oh no, I don't know where to go. <laughs> uh, on second thought, that's a... <laughs> on second thought, why don't we go to your pod? I'd love to see the uh, <laughs> humble abodes of the, uh, you know, the lower class in, of, of, uh, of the top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's that one right there, and I'll, uh, and I'll let him lead the way. <laughs> great so you walk into that pod meanwhile roland uh as soon as she parted ways with kinsey red wheel walked straight back to her road kim and she stopped and she's kind of a little bit red in the face and she's like you can tell she's having trouble keeping composure she rips her mask off and she like takes a couple breaths of air and then looks up and sees you and she goes who the hell are you? And uh, one of uh, the guy with the curly mustache goes, "This uh, fledgling says that uh, he is made of the stuff your roadkin deserves." And she like fixates on you, and I will give you your last insight from your uh, from your your previous role uh, for successes on uh, manipulate. She is going to take out her anger on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Her, like she <laughs> lights up, like she's got an underling she can abuse and she sees you and she goes, is that so? And she slowly puts the mask back on strapping it. And she goes, well then I don't run with fledglings so let's just see how good you are yeah what do you got and uh she starts walking and uh, a couple of the a couple of her crew step behind you a couple of her crew step in front of you and they basically escort you uh, uh uh to a different part of the camp uh and you walk a little bit and you uh, get to a point, and one has kind of gone ahead and, like, prepared something. So by the time you get there, um, she steps out. Uh, this, like, other member of the Roadkin steps out. It's a short short woman with, like, a buzz cut. Um, she, she steps out, and um, she hands uh, a piece of cloth to uh, Red Wheel. Uh, a little bit. Everyone seems a little excited by what's about to happen. And she turns to you, and she goes, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. It's Jack. Jack. Excellent. Put this on for me, Jack. And she reaches a hands out what seems to be a, a blindfold. Sure. <sighs> yeah, sure. Grace, go ahead and check that. And uh, they, like, kind of tighten it a little tighter against your face. Uh, and so now your vision is completely blocked, uh, Roland. And she goes, we have a little ritual here. In the cloud cutters, something that uh, proves whether or not you uh, have what it takes to step up into a leadership position. Which riding in the bullwhip, well, that's about as high as you can go without being named Kernig. 
So. Good to know. And uh, you feel something shoved against your chest, and you kind of have this hefty weight. You're not very strong, so it's a bit much for you. Yeah. Um, but you feel, you've observed these before. It's a jetpack. It's one of the cloud cutter jetpacks. It's got, like, wings uh, kind of, like, can fold out to the side. Yeah. Um, and uh, she she goes, that is broke. And you? Well, yeah, I know. By uh, judging by what I see, you only have a few seconds. And you feel a, a foot kick against your back and shove you off of a cliff edge. And you start plummeting down, holding onto this jet broken jetpack. Cut away! Kinsey and Pax. Kinsey and Pax. Kinsey, you walk into the housing pod. Pax um, uh, indicated. It's empty. Pax, you follow in. I uh, shut the door. No, yes, yes. Very interesting. Yes. I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit in over my head. (laughs) 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 Uh, I think. Perhaps. You seem to be doing just fine, though. Um... So, So Koenig has allowed me to stay in his quarters... Nothing much, just a map of where he's trying to find the Reviteers. And then there is a footlocker in one of the chests. It's got a, you know, kind of a gold lining to it. He's got several of them. It's, it's the red one. Um, it's got a footlocker inside of the chest. It is locked. I have a feeling whatever's in there is probably important, but I don't have any way of opening it. Do you think at some point... <clears throat> User skills. You, to go and take want, it. And, you want me to open a box? Yes, yes, that's exactly what I want. Okay, in Koenig's tent. Right. Which is protected by... By, yeah, right. But I, I figure if I can get the box, since I'm saying that... Why don't you just you can wait until tonight and invite me in? Yeah. See, I knew I should come to you with it. <laughs> okay. You... you... <laughs> what? Other than that, how are you doing? You seem to have ingratiated yourself with these people. I'm so busy, Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. No, I'm just... We, I, it's good to check also, in with your teammates. Also... Redwheel is gonna kill you. Give um, her the bullwhip. Um, she's still part of it. I just figured. I no, no, she will kill you if you give her the bullwhip. Be gracious. She might only maim you. Okay. <laughs> I have to bring you to her, unless. She doesn't want that anymore. Oh. Or she's, or I'm gonna have to fight her, her and then it's probably 50 50, but her roadkin might kill me. So. Hmm. She's looking to roll. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely noticed that part. Right. Um, which, which is fine. Maybe you like that, Kinsey. No, no, I... Yes, oh my god. No, you, okay, here's the, do you want to, do you want to die? No, I don't want to die, obviously. You're look, I've got a plan, don't, like don't, look, don't worry about the bullwhip, I've got a plan for it this afternoon. Okay, she won't you have just to told me. me, you walked in here and you said, um, I'm a little bit in over my head. Uh, <laughs> and then, right. and so immediately, and now, now you're telling you me you've me got it? You don't have it. Well, you are going just to doing my die. best winner team here. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Look, I'll invite you to the tent tonight. This afternoon I'm going to the bullwhip with my sister. <laughs> take a, take a look around Take a I'm going to find now. a different vehicle, okay? It's, it's all taken care of. I'm but smarter don't than insult I... it. Don't insult it. Oh, my God. Say nice things about it and then say, you know, this was yours. You take it. I'll take something else. It's okay? Okay. The, uh, yeah. And then tonight you're going to invite me in and then I'm, I will open that footlocker. <clears throat> Okay. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Yeah, I'd Great. like for us to get through one conversation without us yelling at each other. Like yeah, okay, come someday, here. Someday, perhaps. Kinsey, just come here. Come here. Okay, I walk over and I like muss his hair up and I like rip his shirt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I do, like muss my hair up and, uh, and like pull my, pull my like shirt down like just a little bit over my shoulder. Well, what's and, the point? Uh, do that. What do you? Just oh. don't talk about it with anybody. <laughs> and then, like, I'll, I'll, like, stand in front of the door for another, like, minute. That's about as long as it would go. Okay. And then... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, and then I will walk out and, uh, and like, go like this and then, uh, you know, yell at somebody. Right. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to look around for Roland because, like... He's gone. Yeah. So Roland. And I thought I thought I left him in the in the. I expected him to be in there when we got in there, but then Kinsey was so infuriating that I forgot. <laughs> yeah, Roland, you got kicked off a cliff edge with a blindfold securely fastened to your head, and a broken jetpack in your arms. I fix it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, you are at a minus six for being blind, and then also because you are tumbling off of the edge of a cliff, barely holding onto this thing, um, we'll put you at another minus three. So you're at a minus nine. Cheese and crackers. Okay. Um, have I pushed my luck despite a clear chance to fail? Yeah, absolutely. I talked to anyone out of conflict with me. Yeah, you talked to the uh, roadkin out of conflict with you. Great. Do you know why that's great, Tommy? Because now you have three grit. No, now I have one. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that's so... that's fine. I I assume this is technology. Um, it mm, yeah, it can be technology. Cool. Um. 
I also assumed I grabbed my Omni tool from Pax's things in the morning. Yeah, I mean you have you have your stuff, yeah. Cool. Is it a minus nine? Yes. Alright, that's not that bad. <laughs> it's not. That's even a hit already before reliability. That's another one. And then the Omni tool's another reliability. You just gotta hit a four. <laughs> I've been hitting fours all day. <laughs> hey, Tommy. I got a three and two ones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's... So you got three successes. Wow. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you go tumbling. You grab this thing to your chest so you don't lose gri uh, grip of it as you just start plummeting downward. And you really quickly kind of discern what this test is. And what are they trying to find out about? <laughs> and instead of panicking, you pull yourself together and you reach uh, towards the engine of this thing with one hand while you reach back for your Omni tool with the other. And then you like rip off a part of your Omni tool that's like, you know, uh, uh, just like kind of like a, a small like multi-tool part of it. And you, like, really quickly start, like, working on that thing. You, like, throw some paneling off, and you're plummeting down. You have, like, mere seconds at, before you hit the ground, you estimate. And then you reach in, and you feel a couple a couple wires, and you're like, perfect. And, like, as you spin around, and, like, the wings fan out to give you, like, a little bit of wind resistance, and you kind of, like, feel that buff it up. You then uh, reach and grab another part of your Omni tool and just, like, press it in there, and you basically just, like, jumpstart this thing. And you hear, and then without strapping it to yourself at all, you just like reach down to where you know some of the controls are that are supposed to be like kind of a tied to your like your knees, and you just like yank on them to give yourself more altitude, and it's like, and you like zoom up of the ground, and as you do, you feel your left leg like scrape against the the ground that you could have like smashed yourself onto, <laughs> and and like your ankle, like your heel, like glides on the rocky bottom of this cliff and then you soar up into the air and then as you kind of fly up and like spin around you rip off the uh the blindfold and you look and all of uh all of the roadkin are just like wide-eyed and one of them looks to red wheel and red wheel like kind of just sighs and smiles at that <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll bring it into land um i'll take off the jetpack I'll toss it to one of her roadkin while maintaining eye contact with Red Wheel. I fixed your jetpack. What's the test? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can have a grip for that. <laughs> Zinger. Um, yeah. Um, she kind of like goes, ha! Well. She looks to the rest of the roadkin and goes, You're going to look good in gray. I'm Red Wheel. Welcome to my rogue can. And she reaches out a hand. I take it. Shake. Shakes her hand. And she turns to the rest of her rogue kin, kind of glances over her shoulder and goes, Now that you're part of the crew, we have a problem. Yeah, I noticed. And she kind of stares at you just for a second. Like you see her doing a little bit of mental math. And then she goes, This Kinsey fella, he's trying to butt into second position. Don't know why, 
Ferdinand feels he is more worthy than I, but I'm not here to speculate on Ferdinand's reasoning. I just think it's time for us to prove our worth. That new lady, well, y'all may not have noticed, she's ain't necessarily a cloud cutter, but she is now, and she's bossing around those grunts in a way that tickles me. She's going to be bringing uh, Koenig Jr. to me at some point. I need to make sure that all of y'all keep uh, prying eyes out of the way. Y'all know what I mean. She says, like, pointedly at everyone else, and they all nod. And she goes, all right, you make sure we, me and... Kinsey get a nice little time alone, sister and brother. I'll take care of the rest. We'll be back on top. He wants me to take him to the bullwit. So that's when we make our move. You understand? Everyone's like, yeah, you got it. You got it. And she turns to you and goes, Jack? You just follow everyone's lead. You'll do fine. Can't wait to have you aboard the bullwhip. Maybe. You can just maybe keep the thing going a little bit longer. And everyone kind of chuckles and looks to probably the other mechanic. <laughs> Who's like sheepishly like, Argh. they all like her giving him like a hard time. And she goes, someone get Jack a jacket. He's got to look the part if he's going to ride with us. And then she walks off and they all are like, good job, that was, that was nuts. You know how many people fail the fledgling test? <laughs> I can't imagine anyone's got the balls to walk up to you and take it. Hey, cloud cutter tradition, it ain't just us. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, we, uh, no, no offense, nothing. We just honestly uh, think she was looking to blow off some steam. She didn't expect you to pass. But hey, yeah, no, I could, I could read that. You guys saw what happened <laughs> up there, right? I wasn't the only one watching. What? Yeah, you, you tell me to, you know, watch what happened up there. Yeah, have to be more specific, Jack. We don't talk in code around here. We're we're gonna shoot straight with each other. We're road kid. Yeah, no, sorry, my bad. Listen, I'm I'm used to. Never mind. Um, yeah, Koenig. Koenig's. Kearney's using Kinsey to, just to keep y'all in line, right? Put on a big show of how he's got this new son and how the uh, Red Wheel's gonna fall in line. Like, she's right. Y'all got a problem. Sorry, we've got a problem. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's why she's. Uh, I think that's why she's angling for some alone time. She's gonna uh, figure uh, this is some test. Whether or not that Kinsey fell is actually Ferdinand's son. Uh, we figure this is probably something to prove uh, Red Wheel's worth. So uh, she just needs to, you know, and he like runs a thumb across his throat. Just needs to take care of that guy. Yeah, that's not going to work. What? Yeah, no, that that's not going to work. And they all Guys, look, come on. You got to know that's not going to work. They look to the guy with like the mustache and like the five o'clock shadow and he goes, what do you mean, Drake? Go ahead. 
don't leave us in anticipation. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, maybe you kill Kinsey and it doesn't blow back on y'all immediately. Listen, I've seen plenty of guys like Koenig. He's going to spin whatever happens to his benefit. I'm sure you've been here longer than me. You've seen it, I bet. Somebody kills Kinsey, he's going to make it look like somebody that y'all should have been fighting in the first place. He's going to know it was Red Wheel. I can read the murder in her eyes from 100 yards away. I didn't even hear any of the conversation that I had, and I can tell you she wants to kill him. Yeah, I mean, Red Wheel served under uh, Koenig for large chunk of time hell almost a decade at this point she's earned her place as his right hand uh but Koenig, he, he likes to put her to the test from time to time you know keep her on edge so this this uh kinsey's just one in a long line of blood that needed to be let yeah it's the first one that's his son though sure but hey listen i know i'm the new guy but you kill Kinsey, it's just going to be another thing he holds against her forever. And I can tell there's a lot of stuff he's doing that with already. Ferdinand respects strength. This is Red Wheel's play. I don't think that's true, y'all. Ferdinand respects what he can control. And I wouldn't call it respect. They kind of look at each other a little bit. Uh, go ahead and roll manipulate at a minus three. Am I dressed to impress now? Yes. That I have a jacket? Yes. <laughs> uh, you're up against a 10. Uh, I have uh, 111. Okay. Uh, so they kind of glance at each other a little bit, and the mustache man kind of pushes his mustache clean a little bit around his mouth, steps forward and goes, Jake, you've proved your worth a good deal. You, mostly the, the fledge test is something they use to just execute people, really. It's, you know, one in a hundred manages to pull it off. So you're special. I get that. You can see the angles. You're good. Good rogue kid. Now, it's important for us to take care of you just the same as it's important for you to take care of us. Hey, look, I don't mean to overstep. I just, I see a lot of competent, good folks around here. And I'm trying to give you my read on what I can see plain as day. Right. So, word to the wise. When Red Wheel has her mindset on something, you fall in line behind. Now, maybe Ferdinand has a problem. Maybe he doesn't. But ultimately, worst case scenario way I see it, is uh, Red Wheel gets uh, another beating from Ferdinand. Ain't nothing new. But at the end of that, 
he still has to rely on her. Not this Kinsey fella. This, this, this boy, he walks into camp. He don't carry himself like a nomad, walking out wearing some of Ferdinand's hand-me-downs. That don't make him a leader. Red Wheel is the rightful heir to this pack. This Kinsey fella's trying to cut in line. So you, as her roadkin, should maybe just follow her and leave. She asks you for counsel, you give it. You seem like a bright fella. When her mind's set... I'll keep it in mind. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you looking out for me, man. Uh, just let me let me say one more thing. I promise I'll drop it. Of course. All right. We speak plain with with each other. All right. You're roadkin. We have each other's back. We listen to each other. We may disagree, but ultimately we work together. You guys ever hear of the Dead Man's Gang? Hmm. Kind of look a little bit. The mustache man goes. Garden Gang, right? Yeah, led by a fellow named Rufus Nash. Sure. Rings a bell. Yeah, he was a guy surrounded himself with everyone at the top of their game. And, and you know, he had a way with words. He was a leader. He, he knew what to say at the right time. He knew how to look the right way at the right people to make things happen. But uh, he had this way about him where he thought he always knew, right? And I see that look in Ferdinand. And that worries me. Because you heard what happened to the Dead Man's Gang, right? No, no, I just heard there was a little bit of movers and shakers in the Eastern Garden. They're all dead men now. Well, that's the way it proms, ain't it? Short-lived little sparks of uh, inspiration before they die. All I'm saying is, I came over here because when I look at Red Wheel, I see an alpha. When I look at Ferdinand, I see a guy who landed a pretty cushy gig. Mm. Go ahead and roll another manipulate. No modifier <laughs> this time. Uh, you are up against an eight. Uh, I have uh, two net hits. All right. They all look at each other. Again, kind of taking a cue off of the guy with the mustache. And he goes, Jack? You're gonna fit in very good with the bullwhip rogue can. Welcome aboard. And then I smoothly get everyone's name because it hasn't come up before now. <laughs> yeah. So the guy with the mustache and the five o'clock shadow, he's Grease. <laughs> oh man, they all have runner names. This is incredible. <laughs> uh and um the uh uh there's live wire um 
slipstream. Kelly. And Duncan. Duncan for Cool. <coughs> and they put a jacket around you and button you up and then tussle your hair a little bit. Uh meanwhile, Pax and Kinsey, what are the two of you up to? Kinsey exits uh Pax's pod uh, and makes a big show of like zipping up his zipper and adjusting himself you know primping right. himself and me and um i'm not sure what he does now this is actually a great question i think i think he's going to take a cue from pax and start ordering people around to do things sure <laughs> <laughs> and you you Make sure you tighten up that gasket. And you over there, did you replace that oil? Good, good, good. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to roll for it. They're all just like, hey, whatever you say. <laughs> uh, Pax, what are you up to? Um... Uh, so I'm gonna, um, move, uh, around to kind of like the, the people that, um, that like, you know, like the sycophant people and like the, like people who were like, kind of like becoming my lieutenants and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, right. And, uh. And I'm going to basically be like, all right, this Kinsey fella, he's new. So let's just humor him. But remember, remember how good Red Wheel's been to us. <coughs> pa nodded. Pass it along quiet-like. And like, it did come from me. Pat's right there with you, boss. All right. Make it look good. Of course. And they, uh, they, yeah, Kinsey, everyone's following your orders. Totally fine. No ill intent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, then, you know, I'll, I'll bang on the pot again and be like, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. So everyone eventually uh, lunch is whipped up by some of the members of the cloud cutters. Everyone starts eating a little bit. And at a certain point, um, a person Roland knows as Grease uh, walks over uh, to Kinsey uh, and goes, uh, Red Wheel uh, mentioned you wanted to take a look at the uh, bullwhip, do a bit of an inspection. Name's Grease, by the way. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Kurtick. <laughs> Greece, very nice to meet you. <laughs> you give him like a little like, <laughs> yeah. He he does not appreciate the style of handshake you give him. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, 
Yeah, Red Wheel's waiting down by the uh, bullwhip. If you want, I can take you down. I figure you don't know your way around the camp yet. You only been here for less than a day. Hmm. Does she have uh, her mechanic with her? I'd, I'd love to adjust the controls to my own preferred settings. Absolutely. Whatever you desire, Kinsey Koenig. Very nice. And uh, why don't you go and find the boss as well? Uh, uh, I, I like that one. I, I think she's got a good control of the situation. She might uh, have some insight into into the workings of this vehicle and the workings of our clan. He, like, hesitates just for a moment. He goes, course, course. Tell her Kinsey sent you. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, let me introduce you to Livewire here. She'll take you the rest of the way down. Uh, I'll go find the boss. Well. And, uh, yeah, oh. the, a short woman with a shaved head uh, <laughs> says, Kenzie Kearney, follow me down to the bullwhip for uh, your astute and talented perception. Thanks very much. Uh, live wire, was it? Yep. I like your hair, live wire. Or lacquer up. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> and then she leads you to like a uh, uh, couple of retractable ladder foot bridges that have been extended down, and you start climbing your way down. Meanwhile, Pax, uh, you are approached by someone you recognize as one of Red Wheel's roadkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes up to you. He goes, Do I gotta call you boss? Pax. Good. Uh, I understand, uh, Red Wheels had some words with you? Yes. Alright, about, uh, Kearney Jr.? Yep. Alright, well, we've taken care of that for you. Your services are no longer required. All right. All right. So I'm going to walk around camp for a minute or so. And then I'm going to walk off. And you don't need to worry about nothing. You just keep keeping those grunts in line. Okay. All right. Nice you... talking to you. Do you... Oh, okay. You too. <laughs> he looks at you a little confused. He goes, something on your mind there, Pex? Um, you're, you're kind of hilarious. <laughs> he just stares at you. I mean, because you're not scary. So, like... I ain't the one you have to be scared of. I mean, I mean, you're trying to intimidate me, and it's it's cute. I like it. Uh, I, I'm... We're allies, man. So just, you know, walk around the camp a little, and then, you know, disappear, because it's not my business. Or you could just walk away, because that would be better, in general, because... I don't know what your point is here. You don't need to. 
You just need to follow orders. Ah, I'm so scared from your cryptic ways. Ah. <laughs> go, go away. <laughs> God. <sighs> um. Yeah, he's gonna. I think he's gonna bristle at that. And um, he's gonna go. Right, of course. Whatever you say, boss. Then he's gonna turn his back on you for a second, and then he's gonna whip mm -hmm. around with a knife and try to stab you. Okay, I dodge. <laughs> <laughs> er, if I parry it with enough net hits, can I take it? Or is that a talent? Uh, you you can't just do it. You'd have to spend your turn. Like okay, yeah. You're no, up against a, you're up against a twelve. It's like none of these road can have ever done a coup before. Uh, I have a thirteen. Okay, just one, one hit. Uh, so yeah. He uh, tries to, he like spins around, swings the knife at you. You manage barely to like whip out your your weapons and like parry the blow slightly. What do you do? Um, I'm going to just take his knife from him. Children shouldn't have toys. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll call it a, a called shot. Um, I guess if you want to, if you want to thwack it out of his hand with your weapon, you can roll melee. If you want to try to actually get your hands on it, it's unarmed. Okay. So call shots minus two? Yep. Okay. That didn't roll great. You're up against a five. Okay. I have three net hits. Yeah. So he tries to stab at you. You just smack it off to the side then with your other weapon swing up and like hit him in the wrist and his knife goes flying up and stabs into the ground like just like a foot or two behind you and you stand in between him and his weapon that he just tried to stab you with and he like backs up like hands at the ready i don't want to fight you because i don't want you to lose just go away hmm. he like lowers his hands takes a couple steps back and goes and like doesn't say anything just like lets out a sigh and like scurries off the minute he's out the minute he's out of range i am um gonna gonna i'm gonna go jump off the cliff <laughs> okay okay uh you still have the grab stability harness. I do. That's why it was so stressful when Dan got pushed off the cliff. Because I still have it. Uh, what rating is that grab stability harness? Excellent. All right. You get a plus two to this gymnastics test, Pax. Okay. That's the best grab stability harness money can buy. <laughs> uh, is... I'm assuming this is unopposed, right? Correct. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to make my own luck. Okay. <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, I have four hits. Yeah. Uh, so Pax, you, he goes scampering off. You look around, you kind of walk your way over to an edge, and then you just, like, step off and start falling. The graph stability harness lights up, and you glide down the side of the cliff edge and land smoothly and cleanly on the, uh, on the ground. Um... Uh, picking up enough speed so that you don't lose time towards the ground, but uh, slowing down enough at the end that you're able to just like land on your feet like it was nothing. You start walking your way along the cliff edge. Meanwhile, Roland, you've been with the Roadkin. They've set up around the um, uh, around the bullwhip. Um, you've been basically given uh, uh, like a position to make sure, like, and they're like, you're, you know, you're wearing the colors of. Uh, of Red Wheel's kin, so you just tell everyone who walks by to piss off. And, uh, you know, they'll follow orders. And if they don't, you kill them. Sure. Uh, and they have you kind of, like, just kind of positioned off to the side. Um, uh, and they're like, just shout if you need a hand. We can come running. I got it. Seems easy enough. Yep. And so you're just kind of standing at a certain position about, you know, you don't really have line of sight to where the bullwhip is, but, like, if you were to run, like, 5 to 15 feet, you'd be able to see it down a ways uh, in a little, like, little canyon alcove. <clears throat> cool. Um, what's the, like, large shadows situation around here? Um, It's the middle of the day, so... Uh, not a ton. Nothing, nothing like super dark. There's pl plenty <clears throat> of like, there's some shadows for sure. Cause you have a bunch of elevated terrain around you, but nothing that is so dark that like, it's like complete darkness. Yeah. I'm mostly looking for spaces where an Ophidian clan member might materialize out of. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, go ahead and roll an observe test for me. Uh, I have an 11. Alright. Uh, so, you're keeping, uh, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Um, you kind of pace around, do you try to get, like, line of sight to where the, uh, the bullwhip is? Yeah, if I, like, I'll spend a little time keeping an eye out for, you know, to you know armored bow wielders ready to do murder um uh but if i don't see anything i'll you know i'll, I'll walk casually over to where i can see the bullwhip and try and make it look like i'm just you know like doing a little bit of a patrol yeah uh so you walk you you see the bullwhip off in the distance you're checking the shadows keeping an eye out um you don't see any ophidian clan members um uh skulking around anywhere uh, but you do see a ways past the uh the bullwhip walking down uh the end opposite from you um uh kinsey being led by uh live wire uh towards uh the the bullwhip uh, meanwhile pax what are you up to um so my goal was to get within uh to sneak within line of sight i can move at full speed um while sneaking um uh of kinsey 
Um, so that, that's my goal. Sure. Um, uh, just go yeah. ahead and roll a sneak test for me. Okay. Can I also try and notice her sneaking? Yeah, you can roll an observe test. you're up against an 11. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, all of these are successes, but, um, I can't reroll them. So, uh, I have, I have a, I have a, a 12 high, um, and I have, I have two nut hits. Okay. Would I be the aggressor in this situation? Uh, no, she would. Shit. Well, fine. So, she, you don't have any net successes, Kinsey? Yeah. All right, Pax, um, you manage to skulk behind. You see live wire leading Kinsey towards the bullwhip. You may make yourself known to Kinsey because you can see he's kind of keeping an eye out around. And uh, you could... There's a point where Livewire isn't looking and you could let Kinsey know you're there if you want. No, I don't trust him to hide it. Sure. <laughs> Alright. Um, uh, I imagine if Kinsey is keeping an eye out and looking around, I'm not hiding and he might notice me. Yeah, uh, if you're not hiding, I mean, it's down a ways a little bit, but Kinsey, since you're looking around, you do see uh, down uh, quite a ways ahead of the uh, bullwhip is Roland. Wearing uh, that kind of gray leather that the rest of uh, Red Wheels Road can wear. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and you uh, uh, get led all the way to the bullwhip, and um, one of the side hatches slides up and out steps Red Wheel. Uh, she steps out, looks to you, she's wearing her filtration mask. Then she goes, Kinsey Koenig, the bullwhip. Very nice, Fred Will, very nice. Fight the vehicle. Care to take a look inside? If I may, perhaps we could have a discussion before I step inside. She glances to Livewire. Livewire nods and walks off. She goes, speak away, Kinsey Koenig, brother to sister. Tell me something, sister. Do you feel as though this nomad pack is um, using its full potential at the moment? course you truly feel as though you are the best as though there's nothing you could do to be better to be true to the heart of the of the nomad tradition this feels like a conversation for you to have with your father Kinsey Koenig I'm just here to follow orders I'm here to Go where Ferdinand tells me. 
could have a conversation with our father. Mm. I could have a conversation with Rockford if I thought it would help. But it seems to me as though you are a true gnome. You have the gasoline and oil and uh, all of that stuff running through your blood. I can see it. I have experience with it. I don't think, if I could be honest, I don't think I see that same thing within my I've seen it within my mother. You've seen it within my mother, I'm sure. But Kirk, I mean, he's practically a city boy, wouldn't you say? Uh, you can roll manipulate. Um, but right. you can have a plus three. I like that. You're currently up against a seven. Well, I've got a one, so. <laughs> do, you have, do you have grit with which to perhaps manufacture luck? You could say that. <laughs> uh, I'll make my luck once. I may have to do it again, though. I believe I am the aggressor in the situation. You are. So that's one method. Whoa. <laughs> Should I twist the knife? What do you think? I'll twist the knife. I'll twist the knife. I check. <laughs> <laughs> this seems important. Yeah, listen, if you're going to get by on a talking something, I feel like this is where your grit should go. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sneak around to Roland? Yeah, absolutely. You rolled high enough. Uh, Roland, you're kind of watching. You can kind of hear this conversation drifting down um, as you've kind of made your way there. You're you're tactful enough not to approach the point where it would ruffle any feathers, but you can kind of hear the voices drifting downwind. Uh, and as you're kind of sitting there, uh, you glance to your side and <laughs> Pax is like right there. <laughs> I cannot be mechanically surprised, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you don't shout. You're like, you like hear like a slight like rock like like trickle down like the side of something. Something no one else would perceive and you're like, that's Pax. <laughs> and you turn your head and sure enough, Pax is right there peeking around a boulder. <laughs> Our boy's done good. <laughs> oh, my road king. <laughs> Do you think they're going to kill him? I was pretty sure they were going to until about 30 seconds ago. He's suggested a coup at this point, and he's made a compelling argument. I mean, it might, I might. I'm I, asking if I should go back or not. Should I stay here or not? Oh, uh, I mean, it's Kinsey. It could break either way. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so, uh, Kinsey, you say that. She looks at you for a second. She takes a step back, turns her back on you for a second, presses her hand against, like, the side of, uh, uh the bullwhip and kind of, like, caresses its metal plating. And then she, like, taps it a couple times. And she turns back to you with, like, a perplexed look on her face. And she goes, This has got to be a test. Ferdinand put you up to this. Look, I've known Ferdinand for about uh, a total of 24 hours. I don't think he could put me up to any kind of test for you, who has practically been leading the cloud cutters for, I don't know, as long as you've been a part. Which, have you been a part of the cloud cutters since before Ferdinand showed up? Nah, my, my mother's pack, she, uh, yeah. well, she had a short end, and, uh, Ferdinand came back into my life and scooped me up in time for him to join the Cloud Cutters. We've been about to, uh, with the Cloud Cutters about the same amount of time. I, how quickly, how quickly after your mother met a dismal end did he show up to pick you up? I don't know that I'm at a point where I'd like to speak about my mother with you, Kinsey. That's fair enough. Well, let me tell you about my mother. When I was brought a toddler, my mother was run off of a cliff, and I presumed her dead. And this was just after I was dropped off for her a homestead somewhere in the garden, not important where. But she was run off of a cliff, blinded in one eye, has been disfigured her whole life, at the hands of Ferdinand Koenig. She thought she could trust him. I'm sure your mother thought she could trust him. It seems to me he could manipulate as many people as he can. If it were up to him, he'd be the emperor of all of Manifest. But, you know, not that that's an easy feat. But... You actually get, just like, against her, her best judgment, you get like a, a slight chuckle from her when you say that. She's like, <laughs> Then recomposes herself. <laughs> if I can hear that, I also chuckle at that. <laughs> and then, and then she goes, "Well, Kenzie, you had to come in with that Pax lady, right? She's part of. You've been drifting with her for some time." She just waltzes on in and takes control of the cloud cutters. She's skilled. I'll give her that. But there ain't no motivation for her unless she's working for you. She is very good, as you say, but she's no cloud cutter. Right. Right. She kind of straightens up, steps back for a second, sizes you up, and goes... You're not what I thought you were. Don't know what to make of that. Don't know what to make of that. Look, I have no aspirations regarding leading the cloud cutters, regarding being your boss, regarding, quite frankly, to drive this behemoth behind you. I'm not sure that I could actually even handle the thing, but the way that you drive, the way that you have totally decimated the Riveteers, I think that you have what it takes to do whatever you want within this clan. 
I think that if you were to challenge your father, our father, whatever. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) You would have what it takes. Me? Not so much. But I can see within you, you've got it. You've, you, you know what a nomad pack does. And that's what you could focus on. Do you not see the potential? Uh, you can roll manipulate again. We'll give you a plus four again. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> I don't, he's, he's gone. He's gone right at it. It's a bold play. I've seen it oh work God. before. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about the speech. <laughs> <laughs> Did Bax just disappear? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, dropped, I dropped my pen. I can't take notes. Uh, a plus four, you say? Yep. Uh, I do tell Pax. Oh. He just sort of blew your cover. What? <laughs> <laughs> it might be fine. It, it might be fine. I <laughs> am going to murder him if she doesn't. You're up against a nine. It's all right, because I've got no hits and no grip. Yeah. Uh, she lets out a sigh and goes, Yeah. Yeah. You talk a big game, Kenzie Koenig. But I know whether you meant it or not, this was a test from my father. And I have no intention of disappointing. And she's going to reach for her gun and draw it on you. Can I shoot her before she does that? Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and do a challenge. Wow. Oh no, now I can't intervene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it might be fine. It might It might be, f- oh no, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so Kinsey, she's fine. initiating a challenge on you. Sure. Um, she is going uh, to, uh, so fine, you, you roll discipline. You roll discipline to resist the challenge. Oh, do I? Well. That's better. Have you propped any of your um, <laughs> any of your tri- triggers? Well, let's see. Um, I for sure have not hesitated to commit to a dangerous course of action. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Patience may have been rewarded. Sure, no, I can't. Surely, at some point, with one of the at three some of you, point. right? <laughs> oh, you I know what? Very and now I'm in Red Wheels Roadkin. <laughs> yeah, I'd say either Roland joining the Roadkin, or even uh, your patience with Kira, letting her live. You have uh, she's a prisoner, but she's still an ally. It seems like, right? Right, right. She she chose to be tortured instead of give you guys up. That feels like your patience being rewarded. Oh, also, a trap is utilized successfully when uh, Roland was pushed off a cliff, so. <laughs> uh, 
I would have had to die, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that. Actually, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Right? You know, but, you know, if she shoots I'll you take... real good in this moment, then a trap will be utilized successfully. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, get a, you do get a great So you anyways. don't have... So you do or don't have two yeah, he, triggers per... He, he triggered two of his triggers, so he okay. does get a great. 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 No, I should survive this, at least. Uh, you're up against a 10 for the challenge. Well, I can't beat that, but I'm still getting the roll just to see what happens. (laughs) Oh no. Well, that's fine. Mm. I just need this other die for reasons. Great. Yeah, I don't have any net successes. Okay, cool. Uh, What was your highest? Did you get any successes? Five. Okay. Uh, So... This challenge continues. She will choose to draw her weapon and try to shoot you. You can try and draw your weapon and try to shoot her as well. Um, you could use your medium firearm if you want, but that gives you negative, so I assume you're going for your light firearm. Can I, instead of going for my firearm, dodge? Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Sorry, When so we're moving into a, a showdown, so you have options. You can roll either uh, ranged... Not not quick draw, just normal ranged. You won't do quick draw damage, but if you succeed, you'll still like be able to like hit them enough to like engage in normal combat. Or you could roll quick draw, which would do quick draw damage. Um, or you could roll any defense test if you want. Could I concede to the challenge? Oh yes, yeah. you do. You did actually. Fine. You were correct. You did. Uh, you did lose the challenge, so you get first pick instead of. Instead of going to a showdown, you could choose to concede. She won't get to kill you, but she will get something else, and we'll figure out what that is. I feel like that's the best course of action, this endeavor. So um, uh, I go for my firearm. I see that she has put it on me, and I immediately put my hands up and say, I concede, I concede. Uh, Yeah, let's see. What is the thing... That she would want besides you dead. I guess, I guess she's, yeah, uh, she's going to, like, basically destroy all of your clout with the, the cloud cutters. Um, she's basically going to, like, convince you to, like, not come back to camp. To just leave. Whether or not you like come back to camp like later, the point is like she wants there to be at least a a, a night where you you've run off, right? Mm-hmm. So she's she so she's that she has your gun her gun like trained on you, and she doesn't quite pull the trigger. You put your hands up, and she goes, and she lets out like a little sigh, and then she goes. You're going to leave, all right? Ferdinand only has room for one bloodkin, and that's going to be me. You're going to leave, and I'm going to tell him that you run off because you don't have what it takes to be a nomad. You ain't wrong, she cocks uh, uh, the hammer back on her gun. I got the nomad blood in me for my mother. She raised me better than than Ferdinand ever could. And I ain't lo- forgotten what she taught me. Now, 
you're going to leave. I'm going to tell them all that you went away with your tail between your legs. The bullwhip was too much of a beast for you to even look at. You left, weeping. Knowing you could never be what I could be. The kid <coughs> that Kernig means. You understand? I understand. I'll even shed a crocodile tear for your old whip. But tell me something. I'll leave tonight. But what happens if I come back and Koenig still wants me to be the leader? You don't come back? That doesn't have to be a problem. All right. You come back. Better be to kill Ferdinand. Because I sure as shit ain't going to let you kill me. I guess I better clean my weapons. Go on. Get. Before I change my mind. Good luck. And, uh, Kinsey will leave. I'm going to start scaling this cliff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can roll an athletics test at a minus two. All right. Uh, Kinsey, you go walking. Do you walk by Roland and unknown to you where Pax is? Or do you, <laughs> <laughs> or do you walk off yeah. some other direction? I'll, I'll definitely walk in that direction. So, uh, as I'm passing by, I won't indicate where they are. Uh, as I get closer, do I see Pax's, or is she just very well hidden? Pax, do you let yourself be seen by Kinsey? Uh, yeah, there's probably a hint of me as like pebbles fall as I'm climbing this mountain with the forehead. <laughs> Sure. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. You get her right as like she's like yeah. getting her getting her hands on on a grip. She's starting to pull herself up. You see her, and she locks eyes with you. And Roland is standing there like a guard as you walk up. I'll be back. Uh, I did my best. I hope you yeah. can finish it off. You tried really hard, and man, it was a good play. I'm really sorry. I have to hit you with my gun now. <laughs> and I, I slam Kinsey in the stomach with the butt of my rifle. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <clears throat> Get out of here. Alright, bye now. <laughs> Pax, you start climbing your way up? Yeah. Okay, and you got four successes, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it takes you a little bit of time, but not as much time as it would take anyone else as you start free climbing your way up uh, up this wall in the uh, in like a, a shadow. You do it quick enough that you don't think anyone notices you. Um, and, uh, People don't look up. Yeah, um, Roland, uh, you look and you see, uh, you see Red Wheel kind of sitting there <clears throat> kind of thinking to herself. Then she looks up and makes eye contact with you and looks over and sees, like, another member of her crew. And she straightens herself up <clears throat> and goes... Or, like, gestures for you to, like, join her. Yeah, I, I, I come back in with the crew. 
And as like the crew kind of like circles around her, she goes, he ain't gonna be a problem anymore. He ain't no son of Ferdinand. She looks around, the whole crew's silent, and she goes, well, back to camp. Let's break the news to my father. I'm sure he'll be distraught to hear his son don't have what it takes. I, I follow the crew's lead. Uh, and as they're walking, she does turn to Grease, who has joined, and she goes, find that, Pax. Lady for me, will ya, Grease? I'd like to have a word with her. Then Grease like nods and as you guys climb your way up to where the camp is, he splits off looking for Pax. Uh, Pax, you did beat them to the camp. Where did, is there anything you do or go to? Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm gonna first uh I gotta retrieve Grease's knife. Um because I didn't let him retrieve it. Sure. Uh, and then, um, you know, afternoons, they're hot. So I kind of let people relax a little bit. They work in, you know, in the cool of the of the morning and the evening. Um, I'm going to head over to... Um, uh, oh, no. Kira? Sure. I'm, and, and her and, eyes light I'm, up when you walk up. She leans against the bars again. Howdy. Hi. Is it time? Just about. What do you right. need? Do you do you feel like do you feel like you could walk? She kind of like shifts uncomfortably in the cage. She goes, it "Depends on how far, I guess." You gotta make it into camp. That I can do. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'll take her out of the cage. Sure. I mean, you have the skills to pick the lock, so I'm not gonna make you do yeah. it. You lean down, uh, pop the lock, and help her back up onto the ledge. And she kind of is a little, a little unstable, but she like stretches. You hear like bones popping, and mm-hmm. she like you know leans to both sides and stretches herself out. All right. So tell me, uh, so I'll pick her up by like the back of her shirt, right? So it looks like I'm leading her. Sure. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I'll be like, tell me, are you as good at putting th- things together as you are taking things apart? She kind of grins at that and goes, I'd say so. Okay. I need you to make some, uh, I need you to make some things for me. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to walk her into camp and into my bunk. I'm going to lock the door. I'm going to give her a bunch of, um, like, a cube. I have, um, have four machinery cubes and a tech cube and, um, and, uh, yeah, that's probably it. Um, and, uh, um, I'm going to give them to her and I'm going to be like, some people might be coming for me and I'm your ticket out. So I think you should make some traps or some defenses. 
You gotta help me survive, and then I'll help you survive. Alright. What? You want explosives? Or something? Um, whatever you can make with this. And I, like, empty my pockets of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah, that ain't a bad haul. Uh, yeah, I, I can I can do just about whatever you want. You want quiet or loud? I'd prefer quiet, but if you if you can't make quiet, I will settle for loud. And she nods and goes, all right, I suppose I'll get to work. Um, and then I'm going to, I hate to do this. I'm really sorry. Uh, and I'm going to take my set of um, manacles that I have and I'm going to put one on her, like, ankle and then one on the like bed sure. like like frame and that way at least there's like some plausible deniability as to what's going on she looks at that looks at that and goes <sighs> if someone comes in here and i'm not here and you're here there's going to be a lot more questions that i don't have the capacity to deal with and i don't think you do either Sure. Here's the key. And you reach out the key and she looks at that, looks at you again, and she seems a little perplexed. Like she didn't believe what you're you said. You're not my captive. Yeah. It she... just needs to look that way. And she blinks a little bit. Looks at you and goes, Wow. And she grabs the key from you. And uh and pockets it. And then nods and goes, Track. Also, if you run Quiet. away, they'll catch you before I can. So I just <laughs> You know. It's a real sweet thing you did up until just then. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm not good with people. Uh, I mean well. Quiet traps. I'll get to work. Okay. Uh, and I will. I will leave. And I don't actually lock the door behind me. I don't think anybody's going in, but. Oh, is that sleep works? That's so cute. Yes, the dog is having a a, a, a dream, and it is, he is too much. He is doing little tiny borks. Oh, so, um, and then I'll just be around camp, like you know, checking in with people, making sure my message got across. Yeah. So you step out into camp. You have a, a maybe thirty seconds to a minute. Before you see Red Wheel and her road crew, including Roland, uh, walking into camp. And as they kind of veer off to one side, um, uh, the guy who tried to stab you um, walks towards you. And as he gets to you, he kind of sits there and goes, Look, don't make this awkward. Red Wheel wants to talk. Okay. Follow me. <laughs> oh my god. So, if I go with you, and you guys try to kill me, I'm gonna have to kill you guys. So, like, I don't want to do that. Is that what's happening? I'd rather it not happen. Honestly, boss... I don't know what she's going to do to you. All right. 
Um, and uh, I will yeah, lead the way. All right. Appreciate it. And uh, as you're walking, he just kind of like leans over his shoulder and goes, you have my knife? You mean my knife? <laughs> kind of nods and looks down as, as he's walking. He goes, hey, that checks out. and uh yeah uh he leads you to uh red wheels housing pod where roland and the rest of the road crew are um and um he stops and goes i'm gonna wait out here honestly i wish you good luck So is her crew is inside or outside? They're all inside. So is she. You saw them go inside the pod before he led you there. Sure. How big is this pod? Is it large enough for like six to ten people to sleep in? It's a relatively wide pod. Okay. And I he presses like he presses on the the. The door and it slides open and he leans back and lights up a cigar. I resist every temptation to take it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I walk in. All right. Door slides shut behind you. And that's where we'll end this session. Mm-hmm.